Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Woman Up Podcast. I'm your host, Carly Goodhart, registered nurse and aspiring Miss America. I have dedicated my life, both personally and professionally, to improving the health of every woman I encounter. I am so excited you are here to be a part of this amazing journey, and I can't wait to help you woman up, take charge of your health, and become your best you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to season two of the Women Up podcast. I am super excited that you are tuning in. We have some great topics to cover this season, and my goal is that you will finish this episode feeling like you learned something of value for your health or for another woman in your life. As a registered nurse, I know that there are tools in my toolbox and in knowledge and information that I know that majority of the women in our world don't. And um, my goal with this entire podcast has always been to share that knowledge with you um, in hopes that it will be life-changing and hopefully even life-saving. So uh, I really hope that you find these topics of value and put them to good use to woman up and change your life. So the topic that we are covering today is postpartum depression. So this is a topic that you may have heard about in the news recently. Just last month, a mother in Massachusetts strangled and killed her five-year-old, three-year-old, and eight-month-old children. The interesting thing about this story is that the mother was a labor and delivery nurse who was open about struggling with postpartum depression, who was a nurse who had the knowledge surrounding this topic, who probably even educated her patients on postpartum depression every day in her career, but fell victim to postpartum depression herself. This mom was not alone. Um, Postpartum depression is actually the most common complication for women who just had a baby. It actually affects about one in five women. And for half of these women that are diagnosed with postpartum depression, it is their first time experiencing depression at all, which adds a new challenge because they may not recognize it as depression. So let's break it down. A new baby can be very exciting, very overwhelming. It can create so many emotions with all of the hormones going on. Most moms do experience postpartum baby blues after childbirth, which usually begins in the first couple days after delivery and can last up to two weeks. So this includes mood swings, feeling sad, anxiety, irritability, feeling overwhelmed, crying more than usual, difficulty concentrating, difficulty sleeping, and even some appetite problems. So this is all kind of a common finding for the first two weeks after delivery. However, some new moms experience something more intense that lasts longer than two weeks, and that is postpartum depression. Sometimes it's called peripartum depression because it can really start during pregnancy or it can start up to a year after birth. So symptoms of postpartum depression or peripartum depression include 
depressed mood or severe mood swings, feeling panicked or scared a lot of the time, feeling shame or guilt, or feeling like a failure as a mother, little interest in things that you normally like to do, feeling tired all of the time, crying too much, withdrawing from friends and family, difficulty bonding with your baby, loss of appetite or eating more than usual, insomnia or sleeping too much, intense irritability or anger, hopelessness, fear that you're not a good mom, feeling of worthlessness, shame, guilt, inadequacy, restlessness, reduced ability to think clearly or concentrate and make decisions, severe anxiety or panic attacks, thoughts of harm to you or your baby, and reoccurring thoughts of death or suicide. I spent a good chunk of time talking about all of the different symptoms because maybe you're someone who doesn't experience all of these, but maybe there's one thing in there, one thing in there that you can identify with. It's important to know that postpartum depression does not mean something is wrong with you or your ability to be a mother. So there are certain risk factors that um, can contribute to the likelihood of developing postpartum depression, but it's important to know that anyone can experience postpartum depression and it can happen after any birth of any child, not just your first baby, not just brand new moms. If you are on your fifth baby and never had postpartum depression, there's still a likelihood that you could get it with the birth of your next child. So risk factors that can contribute to the development of postpartum depression are a history of depression, whether it be a history of postpartum depression with pregnancy or childbirth or just general uh, major depressive disorder. Bipolar disorder. If you have family members who have had depression or other mood disorders, if you've experienced stressful events in the past year, such as job loss, um, severe illness, or difficulty with fertility or pregnancy complications, if your baby has health problems or special needs, if you have multiple babies, such as twins or triplets or quadruplets, if you have difficulty breastfeeding, any problems in the relationship with your spouse or father of your child, if you have a weakened support system, financial problems, or if the pregnancy was unplanned or unwanted. These risk factors all can contribute to the development of postpartum depression. As I mentioned earlier, uh, with the mother that has been in the news recently, postpartum depression can have severe complications if it is untreated. So for mothers, the depression can last for months or even longer and can turn into an ongoing depressive disorder. Moms may have difficulty bonding with or caring for their child. They're at an increased risk for suicide. And even if it is treated, postpartum depression can increase a woman's risk of future episodes of major depression. Not only does the depression affect the mother, but it can affect other people in the household as well, such as partners. It can have a ripple effect that can cause emotional strain for everyone in the household and can also increase the other parent's risk for depression as well. 
children of mothers with postpartum depression are more likely to have behavioral or emotional problems, sleeping and eating difficulties, and may even have delays in development. So how can we prevent postpartum depression? It's important to be very transparent with your healthcare provider. If you don't have a healthcare provider that you are comfortable sharing everything with, I urge you to find one that you are comfortable sharing everything with. So it's important to tell your healthcare provider if you've had a history of depression, especially if you've had a history of postpartum depression, if you're planning on becoming pregnant or as soon as you find out that you are pregnant. So during pregnancy, they can help monitor you closely for any of the symptoms that I mentioned. They might have you complete a depression screening questionnaire throughout your pregnancy and after delivery. And sometimes mild depression can be managed with either support groups or counseling therapy sessions, and they may even prescribe antidepressants uh, during pregnancy if that is something that they find that you need. After baby is born, it is important to have early postpartum checkups to screen for symptoms because the earlier it is found, the earlier you can begin treatment to help you recover from postpartum depression. This is something that I know um, in the hospital that I work at, we are um, really working on becoming better at screening moms for um, postpartum depression when they come in for their postpartum checkups. I know a lot of times the focus is on baby or the focus is on um, the uh, physical trauma that women go through um, with birth. But there is that emotional and mental part as well that we are really, really trying to focus on um, because we are seeing postpartum depression more and more in moms and it is becoming more and more severe. So um, make sure that you are voicing your concerns um, and being very open. I know it can be hard with postpartum depression, um, but it's important to get the help that you need. If you feel like you are developing postpartum depression, a lot of women can be reluctant to mention it to their healthcare provider or even to their partners. But if you experience any symptoms of baby blues or depression, it's important to call your primary care provider or your OBGYN to schedule an appointment right away especially if you have symptoms that don't fade after two weeks or if they appear to be getting worse, if they're interfering with your ability to care for your baby or complete everyday tasks, and especially if they include thoughts of harm to yourself or your baby. Don't wait and hope for improvement. It is so easy to write it off and say it'll get better, but that is not always the case and there is no shame in admitting that you need help because as I mentioned earlier one in five women will struggle with postpartum depression and if there is help out there why not seek that treatment why not receive that help if you are dealing with thoughts of suicide or self-harm please call or text 988, which is the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They are available 24-7 to answer all of your needs. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Woman Up podcast. I hope this episode has empowered you to woman up and take charge of your health today. If you have any questions, comments, 
topics that you want to learn more about, or if you want to share your story, please reach out to me at carly.goodhart at womanupsd.org. Or you can find me on social media at Carly Goodhart or at Miss Dakota Prairie SD.